0: And I also had to then have this conversation with myself, Nadia, what are you gonna do, right? Because not only is this happening, building my business, but I'm also a woman that's out here on stages saying and encouraging women to shatter their inner glass ceiling, to lead like a lady, right? And I'm like, girl, you got a whole glass ceiling of your own that you need to address.
1: Hey there, everyone, and welcome to the Spare Change Podcast. I am your host, Angela Garment, and I am sitting here with the Dr. Nadia Brown. Oh, my goodness. I cannot believe I have the privilege and the honor to sit here with Dr. Nadia. And I am super excited about this conversation. She is an award-winning sales expert or sales extraordinaire and uh, you know, an author. And so anytime I am in the presence of so much expertise, you know, I always lean in and glean from it. So Nadia, as we get started, you know, what is one word that would you, you would use to describe yourself and why?
0: Probably fun. I like to laugh. Mm-hmm. I like to keep it light. I think sometimes, especially when people see doctor, they think you're really serious, which I can be, but must we always be serious? So
1: yeah. Fun, I love it, and you know that's the one thing that I think that whenever I get to hear you speak or anytime I'm in your presence, I always leave there full. But you know, I'm smiling, I'm happy, I'm engaged, and so I truly love that aspect about you. Cells can be so intimidating, yeah. and you know, even when you think about. Um, When I think about the nature of sales, it is not one of my strong suits at all. And so, oh my goodness, I go into anxiety mode. And so when I had the opportunity to work with Dr. Nadia, she just made it so much easier and fun to go out and uh, develop out my business. So, you know, I want to dive right into the conversation. And here on the Spare Change Podcast, we always describe spare change as one of those moments where you don't really know you're you're in the middle of this change and it could be impacting you maybe perceived like from a negative perspective but on the other end you realize that it has catapulted you to the next level and so ultimately you've been spared by change so Nadia what would be that spare change moment that you want to kick off this conversation with? I will start with what catapulted me into the work that I do now
0: so when I first started and left corporate and started in this on this business adventure I was doing training and coaching for women in corporate and um I love the work that I was doing I had the book I was speaking you know, I was doing all the things they tell you to do but I wasn't selling consistently because I hated it like you were saying like it was terrible <laughs> I would have conversations with people and I would do this whole presentation and I would like not ask for the sale. I was like, you, you want to work with me? And you to, and girl, it was just a hot mess. And so um, you can imagine after actually a few years, I don't even know how I got that far <laughs> with being so terrible at sales, but it got to the point where there was just, there were no sales. There were no sales coming in. I didn't have the skills to make it happen. And and this was also simultaneously while I'm trying to build not only my business but a team, and so I had people that were on my team supporting me and this vision, and it got to the point, Angela, where I literally was like, um, "I don't know how I'm going to pay anyone." Right? Like it just got to that point where so much was going out, nothing was coming in, and I just I did not know what I was going to do. So. I had to have those hard conversations as you can imagine what people you care about and yeah. be like, girl, I know you got my back and I really do appreciate you, but I'm a, uh, I just, I just don't know. Right. And so I had to have those conversations. And unfortunately, you know, that really not only costs like team, but it costs friendships mm-hmm. because you know, when money's involved, people feel some kind of way and sometimes they don't ever get over it. Um, And I also had to then have this conversation with myself, Nadia, what are you going to do? Right? Because not only is this happening, building my business, but I'm also a woman that's out here on stages saying and encouraging women to shatter their inner glass ceiling, to lead like a lady. Right. And I'm like, girl, you got a whole glass ceiling of your own that you need to address. Um, And so after some time, I, this was not a short, like it took some time to really process, to really deal with the emotions around like money and failure and embarrassment and shame and all of that to say, okay, what are you going to do? You have a choice to make. You can, you can cry. You could pack up shop, you know, mm-hmm. go get a job. No one will blame you, right? Like, Hey, we all like what we like um, and we all need to live or you can do something different. So I actually did both where I did work temporarily. I got a contract job to just, you know, stop the bleeding and give me a, my brain a rest. But then I also committed to learning how to sell and sell in a way that felt good to Nadi, where I was gonna actually do it. Cause I had done sales training and I was like, I'm not doing that, <laughs> but it was only hurting me, right? So um, after a couple of years of this, and then I, you know, I, I found my way and I was supporting this team. And I remember at some point I went from just doing sales to then they were pulling me in to do sales training. And then people were calling me and reaching out to me for support. And so when I left that team and I was just like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. I'm just going to go back to the way things were before. I had people who were literally tapping me on the shoulder like, hey, you know, help us. Will you help me? with this and so that was what eventually led to where I do now the work that I do now because there's so many women out there who felt the way I felt and now I get to support them like girl if I could do it you can do it come on let's figure out how we gonna do this (laughs) (laughs) and go make the money you need to make girl
1: oh my goodness first of all I just love that I love your vulnerability so thank you so much in sharing that story and so so if I'm hearing you right You spent time uh, essentially teaching people how to break their own inner glass ceiling and you had your own that you, you hadn't necessarily broke. Right. Right. And that is so, so often that's what we do, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, I am guilty of that, but to actually sit down and say, I am guilty of it, but the part that I love most about it is the one thing that you found yourself incapable of doing over that time is the exact thing that you now do and support others in their growth in doing it. So Dr. Nadia, as you sit here and you reflect back, like what, what gave you that confidence to get over that hurdle and to actually start selling, but not only selling, also teaching other people how to sell?
0: I think my spirit change moment was when I realized I even liked it. So honestly, and for the the listeners, it's one step at a time, right? I know you hear these stories, but you know, I'm summing up years worth of activity in a few minutes in a conversation. And it really was just one step at a time. Nadia, okay, we're going to sign up for this training. We're going to go to the training. We're going to, you know, listen, um, and then we're going to support a team where I thought that I was just going to go in and do like some leadership consulting. And as part of my compensation, I was going to get sales coaching. I literally, and I, I was like, okay, I could do that. Like I get paid and I get coached and I, you know, I'm, I'm cool. But I realized that it was, it was ended up being a lot more than that. So then it was having sales conversations and talking to people. And one day, I looked up and I was like, wait a second. Not only am I having sales conversations, I'm closing sales, but I'm in, I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. But, I, and it was that moment of, wait a second. All I'm doing is having a conversation. I'm literally just talking to people. I'm asking them questions. I'm genuinely leaning in mm-hmm. to what they're sharing. And if there's a way I can support them in accomplishing whatever, what it is that they're sharing with me, I'll say, you know, we can help you with that. Would you like to hear more? Like it would be so basic. Mm-hmm. And what's was that it was that moment. Right. And so it wasn't, it wasn't overnight. In some ways it wasn't even obvious. And so there were times when I had to have someone else that would come in and be like, Hey, Nadia, did you realize? And the answer would always be no. Mm -hmm. For example, like the team I shared, one of Mm -hmm. the owners called me up one day and he's like, you know, Nadia, did you realize that you sell just as much as me and the co-owner You know, but you're not an owner, and so, but you do it in your own way, and it's very different from the way we flow. And Mm -hmm. I was like, "Huh, I never thought about that." Right. So then I would start thinking about it, and so it was those things and people saying, "Hey, Nadia, did you realize that you know you closed X amount of sales in like 72 hours?" No, but thanks for pointing that. Like, I wasn't tracking it like that. (laughs) I was just, I was just talking to people, enrolling them, and moving on to the next. And so it was really having that level of people kind of pointing things out to me. And then I would pause and reflect Mm -hmm. and be like, huh, I think they're on to something. But Mm -hmm. it really was my circle. Mm -hmm. There were people really close to me that were just like, Nadia, you can't, you know, like you, it's like, you can't unsee something. They were like, girl, I know you love your leadership stuff and we love you for that, but you cannot. just go back and not help other women. And it took about a year of them poking and suggesting and, you know, doing these little things to kind of get me to say, okay,
1: all right, Nadia, stop playing. Let's, let's do this. Wow. So, so you even think about that time you had said something that really triggered, really triggered something in me. You talked, you talked about a couple of things. First of all, your the people that were around you that surrounded you saw something in you that you didn't see in yourself. I mean, oh, right? right? We have to surround ourselves by great people, people that not only will take from us, but they will give to us and put us at our best. Yes, And that to me is so powerful because even when we're playing small, other people will push us into this, this space of enlargement. And I think that is so necessary. And you think about just business ownership as a whole is probably like one of the loneliest spaces Mm -hmm. that probably exist. And so surrounding ourselves by phenomenal people is first and foremost, like the most important thing that we could do for ourselves. And then you alluded to just getting help, you know, so sitting down with trusted advisors, people that again, Mm -hmm. might see you a little bit differently than you see yourself, but people that are really going to push you out of your comfort zone, Mm-hmm. Because, oh my goodness. Let me just tell you, I stay in my comfort zone. And I think that one of the things that I've appreciated most about just being in a space with you and even taking one of your courses is the fact that you, you, you let you cause me to think bigger, mm-hmm. to think differently. And you have one, you have this presence where you will ask a question and then you will just sit there. <laughs> I'm like. You know, is there anything else? I'm like, wait, say more. But what it what it's doing is it's putting the ownership back on me Mm -hmm. to actually think about. Um, the question and really explore that question on a deeper level. And so I can definitely appreciate that. Oh my goodness. So before we continue, I want to share a special offer with you. If you need help taking action on achieving your goals, can I invite you to enroll in our Gain Goal Clarity course? It is a self-paced online course. You will find it on conquerandcultivate.com. Enter the promo code spared to receive fifty percent off the normal enrollment fee. Now back to our episode. And so when I think about when I think about just um, what I do from a change management perspective, so I break down change in three particular areas. There's external change. So it's the, any of those factors that we that are not within our control. We have no ability on how it's going to impact us. We just kind of got to brace for impact right. and start planning around it. And then we have that inner circle changes. So that, the things that are really happening to those people that are around you um, that you might have a bit more influence on. Uh, the outcome, different things like that. And then we have those personal changes, which is the spaces where we really have the most influence and the most power and control. And so when you think about your spirit change moment, uh, and you think about maybe all of those factors, you said that you had to go get another job, you know, and so here you are balanced between uh, uh, W-2 and your own business. Like how did that really, how did those three different factors really show up in Impact you as an individual, and then in those that are around you. I think,
0: oh my gosh! Well, one, you know, the external was humbling myself, mm-hmm. and and being okay with taking a job like that was a whole thing, and it was like, and it was, it's so crazy. Like you look, I look back now, like really, Nadia, that was ridiculous. Like it wasn't that deep, but it, in the moment, it was like, oh my gosh, I'm such a failure. I gotta go get a job. It was like seriously. And mm-hmm. then was able, this is crazy. I was able to get a job like that. Like it wasn't this long drawn out process. It was fairly quick. Mm-hmm. And you know, the things we take for granted. <laughs> so, But I think it was really in that space though. I was like, you know what? This isn't so bad. But I also was like, I'm not going to get attached because I can be very competitive. And so I can go into that work environment and be like, I'm going to be the best at, you know, which. I wasn't saying I was going to go and not do well, but it was like having some level of detachment from really like wanting to like climb the corporate ladder. So it was like, I never called the place. I never called a company by its name. I always referred to it as the place. And I always just kind of treated it as an investor. And that was just kind of how I had to psych myself up to go in, do a good job, but stay focused on the fact that at some point I'm going to leave and go back to really being in my business full time. Um, my inner circle shifted because like I mentioned, my team that I had was no more. So mm-hmm. there was that, that shift, right? And then as you talked about, it's lonely being an entrepreneur, right? And so now the team, you little bit support you did have is gone. But I have really good friends and that, you know, there were friends that were just rallying around me like, nope, don't give up. We got it. We understand, you know, people start sharing their stories. And I remember one of my really, really, really dear friends, um, Nikita, and we went to high school together. So I've known her for a long, long, long time. And she's also an entrepreneur. And in that season, we just got really close. And now most mornings I would call her on the way to the place. And I am like, I'm on my way to the place, girl. Okay, talk, you know, and so she would just kind of talk to me and we just kind of walked through that season together. She's like, I got you. It's going to be fine. You know, like this is only temporary um and then personally there's my husband and so he was like I support you in your dreams and at the same time there's just certain things we're just not gonna do if we can help it like we're just not gonna be homeless we won't have that story we sleeping in the car like this is not gonna be part of your story so you need to make different choices because at some point supporting your business cannot come out of the household so you know there were times when we had some heated discussions I'm like you don't support me you don't love me like I was just so melodramatic (laughs) but my husband does support me (laughs) that's one of my biggest cheerleaders but he was like Nadia we've going to do some things a little differently around here right and so during that you know it was just really really um be willing to be vulnerable I remember you know and just him he was also one of those people obviously who saw it all right and he was just like you know you got to make some choices and it's gonna be okay you're gonna be okay and I don't want you to quit and I think that was the biggest thing he was like you know even if you make this decision which ultimately I did he was just like I don't want you to lose sight of your big vision and so you know we worked through those tense times. <laughs> they were tense, you know, I got a whole attitude. Like, you don't support my dream. Uh, (laughs) It's like, girl, if you don't get yourself together, right. (laughs) But I think that it was just really having those people when, when I was willing to be vulnerable, like I wouldn't, there were very few people that I felt comfortable enough in that moment to call, but I felt comfortable enough to reach out to Nikita Mm -hmm. and tell her the whole truth, nothing but the truth, you know, while you're going through. Right. While you're still emotional, while you still feel some kind of way, like on the other side of it. Now I can talk openly about it because I'm not going to break down the tears. But in that moment, it was just like, oh, my gosh. Right. And and then being willing to not let that be the end of my story. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like this is just a part of the journey. And I think sometimes we look, you know, and while we're in it, we're like, I should have could have done this or, you know, I'm a smart girl. Like, why can't I figure that? Like, yeah, all of that is true. But this also has given me massive empathy for women business owners as they are going through that, their own journey of mastering sales or, or even dealing with setbacks in business, right? It doesn't always have to be like related to just sales, but sometimes you do everything right and it still doesn't work. And then mm-hmm. what do you do, right? And so I think that it has definitely shaped me to do this work and to have this unique voice around doing sales because I'm like I didn't do sales in corporate that that wasn't my story I too hated sales right and I was you know and I've now been able to come and now we've done what millions of dollars in sales at this point I'm lost track right it's just it's so natural that one of my girlfriends just yesterday she was like I don't even know why I called you to ask you about pricing because your perspective is so skewed and I'm like what do you mean perspective isn't skewed and she was like yes it is I remember a time when I would have been like ah uh, you know like girl charge low don't charge a lot and I'm like well you, what, what, what do you feel comfortable with like can we add a yes. comma like no, you know what we working with here <laughs> so we had a comma <laughs> you're like girl bad, like you know but it's been a journey and so <laughs> yeah and all of it all of those pieces definitely were impacted or right. affected by you know me going through that journey
1: yeah, yeah. And you know what I love is that you 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 recognize that you're not going through that journey alone. So I'm going to go back to like one of your very first points that you made and I just want to kind of illustrate and bring this out a bit because when we're going through seasons of change, we will default to what is comfortable. And so even with you stepping out and like, look, I'm going to go get a job. And then you followed up with, well, I really didn't need it. I just needed to lean in. And so I want to encourage anybody that is going through a season of change to lean into what is uncomfortable. Don't default to what your comfort level is. Really lean in and figure out what you're resisting um, so that you can move forward in whatever that resistance is. Because I think it's Charles Young. He says, what you resist not only persist, but it will also grow in size. And Mm -hmm. so we have to be in this space to where we understand that that resistance is actually, on the other side of that resistance is actually breakthrough. And so that is so important. Um, And even when you talked about your job, you talked about it as investors. I love that because (laughs) there is something, something needs to fund our businesses, right? And so even if we take these moments, to where we have to find investors to put ourselves back on track to where we need to be don't look at that as an as a as a space of failure but look at it as a space of growth right and i love how you just reframed that to where they became investors and not your place of business, because you had an ultimate goal in mind. You had this bold vision that you just wanted to walk towards. Mm-hmm. And I love, 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 Toby. I'm going to throw that out there because he held you accountable for your ish, right? Yes, and I all think of that's it. that's what great partnership is, great friendship is, and even you and Nikita, right? you have these spaces where you can be vulnerable, um, but yet your people are holding you accountable. And so I'm gonna say checkpoint here, How many people are surrounded by people that allow them to waddle in their self-pity versus those people that are going to hold you accountable? Because if people are letting you waddle, then I suggest you find a new group of friends that's really going to push you beyond your limits, beyond your resistance, so that you can really get to that space of growth and walking boldly towards that vision that you would have for yourself. So Dr. Nadia, I love all of that. And so here we are. First of all, Leading Like a Lady. Now you got sell Like a Lady. Come on. Her second book, she has journals. So please tell us a little bit about sell Like a Lady. Where did that, you know, what is the premise of it? And, you know, how is it going to help the reader?
0: Oh my goodness. Again, friends. I remember, uh, and one of my friends forgot this even happened. So we were at an event and I was in a small mastermind. It was about 15 people. And I was kind of in the space of I was in that trans transitory period of leadership sales. Do I do this? Should I? Who am I? You know, like all the doubts that come up, right? And I'm sitting there, and I remember Stella looks at me and she's like, Nadia, you have leading like a lady. Why not sell like a lady? And I'm like, Really? Like, you know, it couldn't be that simple. Like, what people? And so she's like, Uh, duh. So I took all that in, and I, I you know, I just internalized it like let me process so it took some time to process but um i think when it comes to the book one of the things that i like to highlight is actually the subtitle how to master sales with dignity class and grace and one of the biggest things from the book that i really want for women is to start to reframe how we look at sales because you know i asked the question like how often do you think about dignity class or grace as it relates to sales and the majority of people, actually, everyone at this point has been like, uh, we don't think of that. It's always something horrible, slimy, sleazy, icky, uh, a means to an end, but it's never something that we feel like we can be gracious, that we can show up classy. And I'm like, no, we can show up as we are. Like, we don't have to switch who we are. I will hang out with a lot of classy ladies and we don't have to turn into somebody else when we do sales. And so that's the premise of this first book Um, is really helping women to start to reframe the conversation, to really lean into how they do sales um, and to really start to talk about some of the things and some of the reasons why we don't like sales um, and say, we don't have to do sales in that way, even though we may see people doing it that way who are successful, but you can do it your way and you can still be just as successful.
1: I had to write that down. We do not have to turn into someone else to do sales. Like let that marinate for a minute and take, even if you just take that word sales out and put in what it is that you do, you do not have to turn into someone else. I mean, you are uniquely made to do what you do. And all you have to do is show up your authentic self. And I love that. That is so powerful, girl. That is a word. That is a word. Okay. So what is the biggest lesson that you learned through your spirit change moment?
0: Ooh, I would say the biggest lesson was that I could do hard things, right? Like I could go through what I thought was probably one of the worst case scenarios and come out on the other side, actually better. And I think that sometimes when you look at life and you're just like, you know, we, we the good students, the straight A's and gold stars. And then it's like, wait, what? I got an L. So, and it's like, oh my gosh, it's not life ending. It's like life altering though. But in a good way, like you said, it's that spare change moment. Like this change actually set me up for a level of success and impact that I never dreamed of. And so had I not gone through that, who knows what I would have been doing. I still think I would have been doing great things, but it wouldn't have had the same impact in my opinion.
1: Wow. I love that. Oh my goodness. So, so For that lady that is listening, that is struggling in the space of sales, right? So she has her business, perhaps maybe she is struggling with putting a valued dollar or price tag to her uh, her services or programs. What would you say to her?
0: I would encourage her to separate her self-worth, her self-value from her work. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, that's where it gets kind of murky, especially for those of us that do service-based, right? Mm-hmm. And you hear it, charge what you're worth. But the thing is, you can never charge what you personally, you, what you are worth. Mm-hmm. You are priceless. Right. And when we stand in that, it doesn't matter. Whatever we charge for our services or to work with us, it's far less than us. Like, it's separate. Who mm-hmm. I am and my self-value as Nadia is separate from what I do in my business. And I think that when we separate the two and we're our, cause then it takes our emotions out of it. Because if someone says no to working with me, they're not saying I'm a horrible person. They're just saying no to, for whatever reason, I have time it has nothing to do with me. And so I I would tell her that to start to really lean into, it's not about you. It's not, the no's aren't personal even though sometimes they feel very personal, I know. (laughs) But it's not also your self-value, your self-worth is not tied to any dollar amount of what you charge in your business.
1: (sighs) Y'all see why I love her? Oh my goodness. (laughs) Dr. Nadia Brown, thank you so much. So for for those who are out there listening, uh, what's the best way to connect with you, website or email? What's the best way?
0: Our, the website is the doyenagency.com I know doyen is hard to spell, so it'll be in the show notes. It'll be in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I am um I am Dr. Nadia on Instagram. And you can find me on Facebook. I think it's at the Dr. Nadia. And you can also find me on LinkedIn.
1: Awesome. Well, I thank you so much to Dr. Nadia for this privilege and opportunity to connect with you. I look forward to staying connected with you, my Spirit Change community. I will talk to you soon. I appreciate you tuning in to this episode of the Spirit Change Podcast. Be sure to stay connected. And hey, if you have not subscribed to our channel, go ahead and hit that subscribe button now. You can follow me on social media or visit my website at Garmin dot com